previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. So you guys approach the mine. Hey, we're from Wilhelmina. We're just coming in to check on how your salty load is coming on. We really need to get this salt out of here. We have been raided five of seven days. I'm sick and tired of this shit, and I want to get paid for delivering my salt. All of our workers are saying that we're being attacked by orcs, but I have reason to believe that the crow's heads are actually behind it. You hear the rustling of armor over to your left, and you see uh, three hulking figures. Oh, shit! You notice that these orcs look weird. Not like orcs? Is that what he's Yeah, they don't at? look like orcs. Hey, guys, they don't look like orcs. We saw big creatures with armor and just started annihilating them from a distance. The one that is still up on the foothill is going to shoot Revan, the arrow out of your armor. You notice that it is black with red fletching. Have I seen it before? You saw this same type of arrow when the people attacked Wilhelmina. The last hulking figure is going to book it back down the foothill. I am running this dude down. Nighty night, motherfucker. I cast sleep. He falls asleep atop his horse. He had released the horses and he had mounted his horse. His horse is now going to take off. Is my elevation on the hill enough to heave the javelin and pierce this fucker? Oh, we are fucking this horse. It is scared out of its wits and it's going to wind up outpacing you guys. Hmm? Look at some of these orc bodies. All right, so you pull <laughs> off his helmet and you see underneath that it is a human. It's clearly a costume. Did the crow's heads have some sort of like tattoo or something? The crow's heads wear a tattoo on their right arm. You pull down the sleeve of one of the orcs and you see a crow head. Gasp, I am so very shocked. You notice that it's not tattooed into the skin. It's If you rub it hard enough, it'll, it'll smear. So it's a double ploy. Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Paul Camper. With me today, I've got Ben Renfro. I'll be right back. Fuck you, bud. <laughs> Brad Richards. Hold on, I'm trying to think. I had a good one. I can't remember what it was. And Matt Smith. Hey there, sexy. Well, uh, we are short Eric Nemeth today. Uh, he was uh, rather busy and could not make it. But he will be with us next time, and we will sorely miss him today. Studying like a responsible bastard. Yes. <laughs> All right, who wants to give us a recap of what happened last time? Um, I don't know if I took any notes last time, I'll be honest. I don't think I did. Fuck it. I don't even have a pen today, so that's good. Good. Good for you. You're not taking any damage tonight. Uh, nope, I'm invincible. Let's see here. Well, there was a gnome. Uh, there's a dwarf. What were their names? Do you remember? Yeah. Um, go and fuck yourself. The Russian, Russian fellows. Um, no, there's something about the mine. Didn't we fight a unicorn? Fuck no. You made a unicorn. 
Dude. Like sniping it with the... Oh, yeah, you shot a fucking arrow at a horse's head, didn't you? Who shot the fucking... No, you threw it... I threw a javelin that pierced its ass or some shit. Yeah, you threw it like 200 Either feet. Anyway, we got in a fight with a bunch of guys. One guy ran off. We spent the entire fucking episode chasing this one guy. I threw a javelin 300 fucking yards, which is impressive. And then we decided to go back into the cave. Give him a gold for the U.S. javelin team. All right, yeah, that's... <laughs> just casually beat the world record for javelins, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All you gotta do is roll 20. Yeah. And throw it off the t- while you're running yep, down a no hill. No notes were taken. <laughs> Beautiful. Same here. You got a pen? Oh, like I'm such a big fucking inconvenience <laughs> that you have to look a foot to your left and get a fucking pen, you cocksucker. So you guys were more or less on point. <laughs> you went. The things up- that were said were technically correct. They were technically <laughs> correct. You guys wound up going to the mines east of uh, South Salt to help clear out an orc problem that Wilhelmina and... Oh, they were like fake orcs, weren't they? Right. So when you got there, Wilhelmina's people were there quickly loading up a bunch of wagons and you were attacked by orcs. But as you got closer and you started fighting them, you realized they were just men dressed as orcs. And sure enough, you guys wound up chasing down one that that was put to sleep on his horse and then threw a javelin... Managed to grace the horse, but the horse got away. So then you guys wanted like to... like an unseen force was helping them. <laughs> no, <laughs> not, not at all. So you guys were saying that you wanted to go into the mine, and the two dwarves, the two humans, and the elf that were there on behalf of Wilhelmina actually had just finished loading up the wagons with salt from those mines. And said, all right, see ya. Thanks for the help. And then they drove off. So your choice, what you guys would like to do now. Always ditching as soon as they're done with their salty load. Um, sorry, I was distracted by the lack of preparation. My Brixies. <laughs> Damn, Brad. Yeah, I vote we do stuff. Yeah, I second. Let's do things. Wow. Real, uh, <laughs> real moving agreement there. All right, I take the first step. In what direction? It's one small step for a half-orc. North-south. Now, what would the East rest west. of y'all like to do? I'm going to go northwest three paces. Where am I now? <laughs> Check and mate. You are headed halfway between the hill where fake orcs came over and halfway between uh, the entrance to the salt mine that is owned by Wilhelmina. Half-orc to C7. <laughs> <laughs> Bird to 5-9. I don't know. There's a bird up in the air. Fucking kill it. 5-9? Oh, fuck. Um, How did you know he was 5-9? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's storm the mines. All right. You head into the mines and... You storm it with thunder and lightning. There are what? a bunch of people in there and they all inform you that they work for Wilhelmina and they are just collecting salt from the mine. I accuse them all of being liars and draw... My Warhammer. That is non-existent. I forgot I have one, so I am not going to do that. I will blend in. Are there any sexy wenches in here? Do you like dirty wenches? Like, not... Yes, I look at the biggest and meanest one and say, hey. Wow. (laughs) We are in rare form tonight, boys. Dirty fucking dangle. So, there's 
the only people in the mine are Wilhelmina's people. There's nobody in that mine that you're looking for. Are there other mines? There are mines all over this uh, mountain range. God, I Good. will search every one of them. Good. Uh, do you want to search every one, or are you looking for a, one in particular? I'm looking for the one that has the fucking orcs in it, so if you can tell me that, that would be great. Is there a map anywhere? Can I ask turn to any- a random worker and be like, hey, do you know which mine all the fucking orcs are in? Exactly yeah. like that. Well, one of the workers is able to tell you, no, whenever, whenever we try and fight back or whenever they burn our wagons and our, our salts, then they just uh, they run off and we haven't had the, the manpower to track them down. But they always leave a pretty big trail. Where's this trail at? A trail to where? Is it the dirt trail? Shut the or fuck up. Is it a treasure trail? Is sure. it a trail that would make us happy? The worker says, well, I mean, rains come and wash it away, but I mean, they ride away on horses half the time. Sometimes it's on foot, and I mean, like, you could follow the footprints if you really want to. I really want to, but I want to know where this trail starts. See, I told them that rain would wash everything away. There's no washing off what we did. It's just darn right treasonous. The trail starts in a different place every time. I mean, wherever they wherever they came and attacked, and then when they run away, there are footprints. So maybe you should start there. Just give us a point on our mini-map, goddammit. <laughs> I use intimidation. <laughs> I use my heads-up to display to tell me where to go. Uh, go I ahead spin and roll. in a 360, and I see which direction the arrow points. Go ahead and roll a d20 if you're trying to intimidate this guy. I think that's 21. You think? Well... He goes, I just told you, follow the goddamn tracks. Be be a normal person and like, oh, I'm trying to kill this deer that I've been chasing for three days. I'm going to follow its tracks. Shut the fuck up and stop giving me your sass. Seems like a lot of tood from an empty. just intimidated this guy and you're telling him that to give you sass. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh talking to me like I'm an idiot. Alright, listen. That's because you fucking are. What race is this dude? Oh, now we're gonna get racist. That's how we get things that this we want. This guy is a half-elf. Half-elf? Oh, yes. Fucking pointy-eared bastard. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess there's nothing guess, in this uh, mine. Let's leave the mine. I guess we gotta follow the horse that somehow, somehow managed to get away. Uh, the NPC <laughs> is able to tell you, I think that's a good idea. Oh, you think? So you guys head out there, and you find the tracks, and uh, who is tracking this horse? Our ranger. Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. So... Revan is able to track for you. Oh, thanks, Revan. You're awfully quiet today, though. Uh, and he does a pretty darn good job of tracking, and he leads you, takes you about the better part of a day to get to the mine, but you see a overgrown opening to a mine, and the tracks lead into that mine. Well, actually, no, the tracks lead to a copes of trees and the horse is tethered there but then uh you can see the mine entrance a little ways off does the horse have a big javelin shaped welt on its ass yes it has a large gash on its right flank on its left flank i think it was its left flank all right um let's just uh sneak up on the mine guys sound good 
All right, all right. I, I, w- I would like to stealthily walk and lead the group up to the mine. All right. Uh, everybody that is trying to stealth, give me stealth rolls. And Revan agrees to uh, keep watch outside the mine. Which is a good thing, because he was not going to be very stealthy. <laughs> all right, listen. So... Like, basic D&D gameplay knowledge. So when I'm rolling a stealth check, do I only add my dexterity if I'm proficient in stealth? No, you add your dexterity to stealth, but then you only add your proficiency bonus if you're proficient. Gotcha. 19. Okay. 17. 19. Okay, and is anybody wearing heavy armor? No. Nope. Chainmail considered heavy. I think it's medium. Yeah, it's medium. And it does not have disadvantage on stealth rolls. I do have disadvantage? No, you do not. Oh, suck it. Fuck yeah. We the sneakiest bastards <laughs> up in this up in this fucking village, hills, mountain range, city. You're able to approach the entrance to the mine, and there is a rather foul stench wafting up from the depths of the mine. I want to take a deep breath and go... Ah, hello, ladies. <laughs> he, he's sniffing all the miners. Do you guys enter in? Ha! What do we enter in? Um, yeah, we would like to very cautiously and efficiently enter. So you follow the cart tracks into the mine. They're rusted over and broken up, but they lead you straight and true, and you eventually enter into a large loading bay. Basically, you see a bunch of old crates. There's uh, some old rotted hay in one corner, uh, rough hewn walls. But this appears to be the area where they would have brought all the salt up from the mine, placed it here, and then people would have put it in carts and wheeled it out to the wagons waiting outside. You can see only one way further into the mine to your left, and it is... Now, almost too dark for you to see without dark vision or uh, a light source. Well, it's a good thing we all have dark vision, right? Yeah, we all have dark vision, so. So what does our dark vision tell us? Your dark vision tells you that you can proceed to the left if you wish, or uh, you can search this room. Uh, Your choice. I would like to search the room for another, uh, see if there's any other ways we could go. All right, give me a perception check. 18. Yeah, there's just the one uh, one way further into the mines, and it's to your left. All right. I'd like to search the room now for any supplies. You open up the boxes, and you see rotted apples and old uh, cases of salt with some hard jerky. You could probably still toss it in some boiling water and soften it up, but it looks pretty old. Not worth it. I leave it. Okay. And proceed further into the mine? I guess we do. You take a left into the mine, and your dark vision is now your only source of perception. You only see in black and white with dark vision. Up ahead of you, you see a long uh, shelf. Sorry. So, I should describe the way that the mine is. It's a huge cavern. And you can see down to your right are progressive shelves of hewn rock that you can walk on and they kind of 
zigzag back and forth. Up ahead of you, it just continues for a long way, but you don't see any zigzag to get down to the next level. But you do see a large rock on the right-hand side. So your left is just sheer wall. All right, um, go ahead, Dash. Tell them what we're going to do. <laughs> Let's walk up respectfully and tap the rock. I have my shield out. Okay. I'm going to tap it and then cringe. Dosh walks up to the rock, <laughs> taps it, cringes, and it doesn't do anything. Okay, cool. I'm going to tap it a little harder and just make sure it's not going to do anything. You tap it a little harder with your shield out, and it doesn't do anything. But both of you are now standing there, and you can see that there is a rope tied around this rock leading down to the next level. And give me a perception check. Both of us? All of us, sir. The both of you, they can see the rope. 19. 20. All right. Both of you can tell that the rock does go all the way down to the next level. It looks like it has been used, but you think that it will support your weight. And then you see uh, along the wall farther down is also a ladder. Like the ladder's on the same level as us right now, or is it down on the other level? The ladder's on begins at the same level as you and also goes down to the next level. So we either have means of getting down by rope or ladder? Yes. I want to go over and just kind of kick the ladder a little bit. All right. Uh, as you're walking over... Not to, like kick it off, but like just, <laughs> you know, like nudge it, see what it's about. Okay. As you're walking over to the ladder, what is your passive perception? 13. 13? Okay. You happen to notice at the very last second a tripwire. Oh, shit. I do not step on it. I do not. <laughs> I also want to be and like, the, hey, guys, there's a tripwire right there. Well, Brixius, you said, or no, Ambionitis, right? No, Ambionitis is Brad. Brixius is Ben. Now we got this. Very observant of the situation. Thanks for Brixius. remembering which character is which, Dungeon Master. I said you got it. <laughs> you're doing terrific. Glad you're the smartest of all of us with this kind of stuff. So, Brixius, did you say that you were following right behind to check out the ladder? Up the ladder? Or up no, to the, the ladder? check out the ladder, yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask you what the ladder was made out of. Okay. What kind of wood? So you would have wound up walking over to it. What's your yes. passive perception? 12. Okay, so you do not notice the tripwire, and so oh, Dosh says, Hey, don't watch, or watch out, there's a trip. And you hear a twang of a crossbow bolt. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Right in the fucking nutsack. Can I help him with his throw? No. By pushing him out of the way. Let me ask you this. How high do I have to roll? <laughs> you tell me. What did you roll? So do I... I only add my dexterity if I'm proficient in dexterity saving throws? Yep. If you're proficient in dexterity saving throws, then you add your dexterity modifier and your proficiency modifier. Okay. Not sure it's going to make much of a difference here. Ah, big old six. Yeah, you get whacked in the shoulder with a crossbow bolt and Whack. you take six damage am i within range to see this yes. six fucking damage hold up are we at full health right now i yell ha no you guys are at the same amount of health as when you left well good thing um, i was well, at full health last time did we travel left, so. for a day yeah for the most part of a day but traveling doesn't count as a short rest i'll oh, okay. say that you yeah. guys rested at the last mine so sure you've got full health it's okay i say ah shit Ow. Arrow, go get me a uh, blue blue flower red horns. Blue flower red the... thorns. Blue flower red thorns. <laughs> yeah, blue flower blue flower red thorns. This would be so much easier if I wasn't colorblind. 
Alright, um, I would like to pull the arrow out of wherever I got whacked with it. I gotcha. I go over to him, grab No, I got shoulder. it myself. Leave me the fuck alone. I got him. <laughs> I grab it. I snap it. Pull the other side through. I spit on the ground and say, fuck you. I could have done that myself. <laughs> I punch him in the shoulder. I punch him jokingly as a brother would, laughingly, but a little more aggressive than brotherly play. Like, I pointed directly at it and I said not to step on it. And yet you did. I don't know. I don't know how I ended up stepping on it. You were a good five to ten feet in front of me when you told me. And I just kept walking. Almost like an unseen force. You guys speak up a little bit next time, okay? <laughs> you guys see now that the ladder is made of good old pine. It looks like it it's not going to move from where it is, but it looks like it could also support your weight. I take the rope. Okay. Give me a strength check. Uh, you, could, you could do an athletics. All right. I'm going to use strength. That's uh, 15. All right. You successfully climbed down the rope. Uh, the ladder goes to the same place, bitches. right? Yes. I guess I'll take the ladder. All respectfully. Right. You start climbing down the ladder. Uh, give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, jeez. 24. One of the rungs breaks from rot, but you manage to grab onto the ladder before you fall, and you climb down successfully the rest of the way. I take the rope. Give me a strength check. Dash, you shouldn't have trusted that old pine. 17. You also are now on the second level. And this one, again, is extends to your left and your right, just a giant shelf in this giant cavern. And you can see that there is only one way down from... There's only one ladder, but it looks like this one has been eaten away at the bottom. And so it on, it's a rope and wood ladder, and it only extends about halfway down the wall. Then there's uh, a significant jump from the bottom of the ladder. Or you might be able to climb down the stone outcropping. It looks like there might be some uh, useful handholds. When you say a significant jump, like, are you saying like 10 feet, like 20 feet? You, you would guess that it's probably closer to 10 feet. 10 feet. Cool. That's doable, I think. What, are you just going to leap down there? Well, will acrobatics help me? Yes. Yeah, you could, <laughs> you could do that. Um, if you wanted to climb down halfway on the old rope ladder and then jump the rest of the way with an acrobatics check, I would allow that. All right. I'm going to try that. Go ahead. Give me a roll. Fuck. Ten. That is actually enough. <laughs> Thank God. And what about you guys? I go down on the rope. You're going to go down the rope ladder and then jump? Yeah. Give me an acrobatics check. I'm going to move out of the way. I'm going to catch you. <laughs> Fifteen. All right. You land on the second level. Now you said the natural rock has some good looking handholds, right? Yes. And I imagine my Explorer's Pack has a little chalk bag in there, right? It does not, but um, you are a fighter, so you probably, have, you probably have a little bit of chalk from your fighting days. Your boxing ring. Matches. I'd like to be the hard ass. I'd like I want to do rock climbing. I'd like to chalk up a little bit. I want to beat my beat with chalk. And then climb well, You down. might be able to rub some dirt on your hands. Yes, anything for the right. grip, and I'm going to climb down. Nope, dirt isn't shock. He's a hard ass. What oh. kind of check am I giving you right now? Strength. 25. No, 22. Good math. Yes, you <laughs> are just swinging from one hand to the other. You're not even using the three-point stance, and you climb down. I'm going to 
appreciate the form of his posterior as he descends. What did he say? What did you say? Dash, you talking Looks like you've been working on those, uh... <laughs> looks like you've been working on those glutes lately. Yeah. Yeah, just, just throwing that out there. Looks like you've been working on your grip. You've been spanking recently. I've been pulling my horn a little <laughs> bit, guys. Sorry. Can't I do deny that. a vice grip. Oh. <laughs> so, now you do see that uh, the zigzag does actually exist... And if you want, uh, if you go down to the far end of this shelf, there is a zigzag that has not crumbled away or anything. And you can just walk down to the final level where the cavern opens up at the bottom. And there is a wide open area. It looks like they used to mine around here, but they picked the rock clean and laid some tracks that go down a tunnel to your left. And to your right is another tunnel. There is a cart on the track uh, that is filled with what looks like some salt, but mainly rocks. Let's empty the cart. Okay. How big is this cart? This cart is, um, I don't know, think about your typical Tupperware size. Tupperware? No, not not <laughs> like food Tupperware, your Tupperware bins. Oh, so we couldn't like all three climb into this cart probably. <laughs> we could try. Did you guys want to climb into the cart? Yeah. I can make it bigger. Can you make it a little bigger? <laughs> All right. I mean, why would you put a mine cart and not expect us to, you know, instantly want to ride it? All right. We will say that it is the size of a coop cabin. About how big is that? I need dimensions. You could you could squeeze four people in there. All right. Well, we're squeezing, squeezing three. Squeezing. We're squeezing. We're squeezing three. <laughs> what are, what are like, the mine... What are the minecart huh? things that, like, you have to like, pump both sides of it, you know? The rail car? The rail car type deals? Yeah. It's Could not it be a one of cars. those where it's just, we're sitting there fucking just going with it? No. <laughs> it's a, it's a minecart because they, they put, they use it to haul up a bunch of salt. Fine. We enter. Climb aboard. Okay. <laughs> so you guys empty out the cart and then you hop in. And we start doing the thing where we're just like, eh, 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 to get it going. <laughs> there is an awful squealing noise as you try to get it moving. I, but we take the brakes off. I, <laughs> I hop out and I start, I start pushing and running from behind it, and I'm just gonna get it going and then leap in. All right. So <laughs> you hop out and Dosh notices, hey, the brakes are on, and he lets the brakes loose, and then you kind of fall flat on your face, and then. You hop up and run and jump in the cart, and then you start riding the cart. The cart goes pretty slow at first, but uh, you pass under the archway of the tunnel to your left, and it begins picking up speed. You, I wish this was in the dark, because it'd be like one of those roller coasters where you're in the dark <laughs> and you're just feeling yourself getting yanked to the left and yanked to the right. But after you notice a giant what looks like storeroom passes you on your left and then you zip past it and after about two or three more turns you crash through a wooden barrier and the rail car falls off the tracks Whoops. you're all you're all spilled out i'm laughing hysterically that was fun let's look up from where we are lying on the floor presumably yeah i'd like this what's what's going on in the area where we crash through like what do i see Give me a perception check. The sky. Um, I'm standing with an axe right above you. 
17. So you're, as your bout of laughter subsides, you take a whiff and you're looking around and you, you can smell the stench of putrid meat. And to your right, you can hear a little bit of a snuffling. Like, okay. What is this snuffling that I hear? So you, you take us, you kind of take a step forward to peer a little bit closer into the darkness. I'm going to whisper, hey guys. And you see a giant hulking shape stand up and we're rolling for initiative. Dungeon Master Paul here with this week's podcast partner. This week, we've partnered with Challenging Opinions, a long-running podcast hosted by William Campbell that features professors, reporters, and industry experts to discuss important topics in society. Give it a listen. Hi, I'm William Campbell, the presenter of Challenging Opinions. Challenging Opinions is the podcast where ideas are tested. Whether you are left or right, conservative or progressive, devout or skeptic, what matters is the strength of your argument, not the strength of your voice. Every week I talk to someone new and put their position to the test. Search Challenging Opinions wherever you find podcasts or go to challengingopinions.com. We love the thoughtful debate and we definitely love William's voice, so check out Challenging Opinions. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Twenty-one. Six. Good. Seven. Nice. <laughs> Good job, Dash. <laughs> you hear that snuffling, you peer into the darkness, and you see this giant hulking shape. Do you tell anybody about it? You said we roll for initiative. Just keep that info to yourself. Yes, but do you tell anybody about what you saw? Oh. Now nah, they'll figure it out on their own. <laughs> just roll for initiative. We don't know why. We're just like fucking ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, well, I'd like to show everybody in the party that I can handle this on my own. So no. <laughs> I do not say anything. They have to realize it and notice it by themselves. Okay. Well, this hulking shape starts barreling towards you on all on all fours and as it comes at you you see that it is an owl bear no fuck and i know these i know the stats on the owl bear with the head of an owl and the body of a bear but giant <laughs> talons that can uh grip hide like an owl Man, bear pig. and it comes comes at you your but you react first he rolled lower than a six yes you're kidding you rolled a three. Fucking owl bear. Oh. What the hell is that fucking pants? Got right. talons, apparently. Shit. Um, I would like to hit it with my, um, I'm gonna light it on fire. I'm gonna shoot it with a firebolt. Roll for hit. Twenty-two. You hit it. Nice. Roll for damage. Where are my stats on this? Um, 1d10 fire damage. It's going to be 12. It does not like that, and it growls and roars, which is something between like a... <laughs> and uh 
Roar. So it's like a. What was it like? Wait, I'm sorry. There was there was a little bit of noise going on out in the hallway. Can you do that again for me? I missed the sound that I made. One more time. Sound like an owl to me. Well, it's a mix between a and a. Sound like an owl with throat cancer. I don't think that was a fucking mix. I think that was just you going. Okay. Owlbear is going to attack you, Brixius. And what is your AC? 18. Yeah, it is going to come at you with its claws, and it's going to bite at you as well. You are going to get hit with the claws for 14. He hit me with fucking 14? Yep, on his first hit. Damn. All right, well, I let out a fucking screech as I go down because I'm unconscious. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? He hit an 18 and then did 14 damage. Oh, wait, hold hey. up. I have relentless endurance, so when dropped to zero HP, I dropped to one instead. So fuck you. Oh, I'm at one HP. Clobber your ass again. Well, good, because it's going to bite you now. <laughs> and he's going to hit, you're going to sell me? Right in the fucking yeah. Yeah, it's gonna hit for even Damn. more. Right in the AM side. It's gonna hit you even better than the last one. Go ahead for you. Don't think You're so. down. Don't think so, man. Alright. Yeah, I let out a screech as I go down. Ambionitis, it is your turn. Damn. Well, I have a fucking short sword. There's not really much I can do to a fucking bear. The head of an owl and talons. So I'm going to go into a rage, and, um, yeah, I'm going to, uh, try to attack this fucking thing with my okay. short sword. Yay. Christ. Motherfucker. Roll higher. Damn it. Thirteen. Alright. You hit it. Oh, good job, man. Proud of you. Never, never doubted you. Always had faith. You don't even have your fucking dice out yet? I Unprepared my ass. Unprepared. Nine. Alright, you damage it. Wait, is that a one-handed melee weapon? Yeah, short sword can only be hitted one. And you have nothing in your other hand, you do plus two damage, bro. Right? Eleven. When I hit that crit... No, never mind. He... That that must be a fighter trait that I have. I thought his paper said the same thing. So you only do nine damage. Dosh, your turn. I'm gonna use Cure Wounds on the Owlbear. No, um... (laughs) On the Owlbear... It's already been casted, granted. Fuck. Alright, that's gonna be five. Alright, Brixius is back alive. He is prone, but he is conscious with five. Then you are gonna fucking And I'm also gonna use a bonus action. Hey, thanks, Dosh. Appreciate it. Next time, a little more. I'm gonna use a bonus action to start to start rapping, remember the name. And use Bardic inspiration. (laughs) Alright, let's hear you rap it. Required. If you want it to work, you gotta rap it. Shit. Let's see. Please, for the love of God, of all that is holy in MC, don't do this. <laughs> you got to. <laughs> the DM demands it. Fuck. I might have to pull out. Can't do it from memory. Oh, uh, I'm <laughs> myself. If you have any respect for anybody on this planet, you will not go through with this. Well, it's a good thing I, I don't have respect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only going to do the chorus, though, because it's a, it's a bonus action. I don't need to crank out the whole thing. The entire three-minute song, please. Yeah. <laughs> You're just stopping. 10% luck. 20% skill. 15% concentrated power of will. 
5% pleasure, 50% pain, and 100% reason to remember the name, suckers. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Alright, so. <laughs> you missed it. Ambionized, you should have heard. He belts like an angel. What is bardic inspiration? Alright, basically, so I'm, I'm going to give it to... I'm going to give it to Brixius, but basically he gets an extra D6 for 10 minutes that he can choose to add to any ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. So he can use it after he rolls, but before he learns the outcome okay. of the roll. So only on the attack roll, but not on the damage, correct? Right. Okay. And it's just an extra D6. Okay, cool. I feel like me of all people should have been here to listen to that, just so I can make fun of it for the next 30 minutes. It's probably good that you didn't hear it then. Couldn't break myself yeah. to do it. All right, Brixius, it's your turn. You now have Bardic Inspiration and five hit points. Use it well. Can't wait till I listen to this while I'm driving in the car and I on the highway and actually like, go into three lanes over because I forgot to skip this part. <laughs> Everybody just sees me getting fucking amped up after listening to that jam, and now I feel inspired as fuck. So... As your ears start bleeding. I guess, uh... Imagine it's what you heard, but actually good. <laughs> I really wish I had a Warhammer right now, but I don't. Mm, I guess what I'm going to do is uh, Ambionite is currently engaged with the Owlbear. Yes. So if I shot a Firebolt, it would catch him on fire. It would not. Oh, it would not? What? Good. Only a, a Fireball would. Oh, wait. Are you talking about the Owlbear or Ambionitis? Uh, if I shot a Firebolt... At the owlbear, would Ambionitis take any damage? No. Oh. The fire bolt is the targeted one. Yes, but part of the spell says uh, flammable objects in the area catch on fire, but that's fine. Um, I'm flammable, fuckface. You're not? No. Oh, sweet. Well, I guess... What is, what's the... I mean, is there, like, anything within a five-foot radius or something? Nah. All I have... No, I guess it just says flammable objects ignite if hit. So, I guess... It's not yeah. an area. Well, since that does the most damage that I have right now. It's the bear flammable. I tried that on the horse. <laughs> also, it wouldn't catch on fire. Because <laughs> it's a fucking horse. I think horses are flammable. What fucking horses have you seen? If you put a horse on fire, it will catch on fire. Just like people catch on fire. They have fur, too. Don't catch up. on fire unless you purposely make them catch on fire. Actually, I have, I have poison spray, which does the most damage that I have. So, nope, I'm going to firebolt his ass. The owlbear's ass. Okay. Specifically the ass. Right, the poop shoot? Um, 19. All right. That is a pretty significant amount of damage for it. Well, no, that's, that's what I rolled to see if I hit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you hit it. I'll take the 19 damage, No, though. you mean that's the damage. <laughs> Wait, you said I can't add that plus 6 to a damage roll? No. Well, I'm not feeling super inspired, then. Um, alright. That's gonna be 8 damage. And then, I would like to use my second win bonus action to regain HP equal to 1d10 plus fighter level, and I am going to add my inspired inspiration as hip or HP that I gain back. It's ability checks, saving throws, and attack rolls. You don't get to add it to your uh, second wind. 
thought he said whatever I wanted to. Okay, well, am, wait, am I still inspired for like more than one turn? And like, yeah, you got, I use it? you got it for like 10 minutes. Oh, then we're golden. And I will take that 5 HP back. So you rolled a 5 and then added 2? No, I rolled a, you rolled I rolled a, three. a 4 and I'm a level 1 fighter. So I added 1. Oh, okay. So that's 5. Okay. I understand. I understand simple math basic math. math. Okay. The bear is going to go. And he is going to attack either Brixius or Ambionitis since they are the two engaged. Please let it be you. Wait, for cure wounds, <laughs> do you have to touch him? I didn't think I did. Oh. I do. Alright, so all three of you are, are in this. Right up on its ass. What a boy, fuck face. Hey, that's less odds it hits me. He's going to attack Brixius again. Oh, fuck you. Ah! Beak-nosed bastard. You beak-nosed bastard. Well, it rolled a one, so uh, all Kills three... Itself. It just rears up on its hind legs after the firebolt as its hair is significantly singed and it now has a bare section on its uh, owl bear ass. Told you owl bears were flammable. Quick while it's reared up. Chop its penis off. <laughs> Alright, Ambionitis, your turn. I want to swing up into his fucking face. Nine. You do not hit it. Dosh. Alright, I guess I'm gonna stab it with my short sword. Nineteen. Hit. So since the, the short sword's a finesse weapon, I can add dexterity to my damage roll as well, right? Yeah. Finesse um, means you use dexterity instead of strength. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think short sword is finesse. I thought it was. No, the rapier is. Who's a rapier? <laughs> Ambionitis. Oh, it is finesse. Yeah, so you can add okay. dexterity. Dripping with finesse. Nine. Alright, you do nine to it. Wait, with the finesse weapon, can you choose to add strength or dexterity, or do you just use dexterity? You can do either. Oh, sweet. Right on. Neato. Brixius, your turn. Um, I'd like to stab him with a short sword. You can try. <laughs> I hope I hit, um... I hit him with a fucking 13. Well, I got an 18. That is a hit. Sweet. Alright, so... 10. Wait... Yes, 10. Wait, if I'm proficient in strength, do I have a proficiency bonus to damage or just the attack roll? I don't know why just I'm forgetting all these basic common rules that we've been using for like three years. <laughs> well, it's perfect for anybody that's listening and doesn't know how to play Dungeons & Dragons and for some crazy reason wants to learn yeah, from we us. we don't know how to play Dungeons & Dragons. This is our fucking podcast. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a 10 with damage there. All right. Uh, he is significantly injured by this point, and th so he is going to try and defend himself against Dosh. Because I'm the most intimidating looking dude right here right now. <laughs> Somebody pick up some meat in the room and try to tame him. I pick up Dosh. Here, kitten. Dosh, what is your uh, AC? 14. Yeah, you get hit the fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, dear. And you are going to take... You're going to take a bite first. Oh, jeez. Watch out. It'll get you. For 10. Still standing? <laughs> Barely. And now it's going to lash out at you with its claws, and it's going to miss. Woo! How much intelligence does an owlbear have? Is it, like, minus four? somewhat smart? No. 
could it understand basically like is it smarter than your average like animal no 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 it is dumber than your average animal um and so So i guess there's probably no point in using vicious mockery on it probably not (laughs) uh it is going to so when it bites you you're going to reel back in pain and then it's going to lash out at you but it's going to miss as you stumble backwards ambionitis your turn Commune as I dodge skillfully. I'm gonna hit it. <laughs> God damn it. Well. That is going to miss. You alright? Bullshit! <laughs> oh, he's upset he missed. Yeah, he's got a small dick too. No, yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess the rest of us can't really understand what that's like, but. <laughs> Dosh, your turn. My turn again? Yeah. You went, Brixius went, the bear bit you, and then it's Ambionitis. Oh, you. yeah, okay. And I guess I'll just stab it with the short sword again. 18. Hit. 8. All right. And Brixius, it is your turn. It looks like it might go down. I'll slash with at the him right. again with this short sword. You're going to go at him with the short sword? Yeah. That's a natural 20. All right, so you roll your damage dw- dice twice, and then add your modifiers once. I just realized something. What's that? I've been enraged this entire time, and I have not been adding two. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, I'm sorry to say we cannot retcon. I am gonna off myself. Okay, and uh, that's great. Good for you. Next time, pay attention. Um... I also have savage <laughs> attack, so when I w- roll that crit, I get to roll one additional damage die. So you roll three damage die, and add your modifiers once. Nice. Solid fucking rolls here. So I roll my three damage die, and then I add my modifier once. Wow. Yes. So that's gonna be 11. Fucking crushed him on that one. Jesus. <laughs> So you all of that, and all you did was 11? I rolled a 1, a 2, and a 3, so that's 6. Plus my strength once, so that's 9. Plus my fighting style is dueling, so I add 2. So that's 11. Fuck out of What does it look like when you kill this thing? It actually looks kind of sad, because I gave a really bitch-ass <laughs> swing. But it was enough to kill him, and... Apparently I'm over in the corner fucking spanking myself off because I couldn't hit this thing. And what it looks like is that it just looks real sad. Like I just put like a dying animal out of its misery. And then I'd like to cut off its beak and keep it. What the hell? Alright, the beak is about the size of... It's about the That's size of a football. That's tiny little penis. Ha, beat you to it, fucker. Uh. <laughs> it's about the size of a football. Um, and it's really bloody and gory, but like sure, you can oh, chop so that it's off. like my penis. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, so you guys kill this thing. Ammonitis. Do you know how proud mom and dad would be of me right now, and not of you? Yeah, I get it, you weren't loved as a child. Well, you guys no, are, the issue is. are having that little discussion, <laughs> I'm gonna go over and into the cave that was chilling in, take all the loot. <laughs> Rude as fuck. Um, There's no loot. There's just bones and putrid meat. Is there anything cool in there? No. (laughs) I'm gonna grab a bone then. Um, okay. You grab a bone and... I'll grab like a a humerus. 
All right, you pull it from a rusted corpse with uh, some chain mail on it. Oh, cool. Or a chain, or you pull it from a corpse with some rusted chain mail Dang. on it. <laughs> I'm going to throw the bone at the brothers. Just like a... A little boomerang action. <laughs> it catches, uh, catches Brixius on the side of the head. Oh, shit, look out. No. I call Ambi and I just a loser, and then we uh, move on with our fucking days. Hey, Dosh, nice boomerang. All my insults are not allowed. Thanks. It looks like the tunnel extends ahead of you past this owl bear's lair, and then there is also the track back the way you came. We move on. We push forward. You push forward. You eventually come to this wooden barricade, and uh, it's nailed all sorts of different ways. It looks like somebody just slapped it together. Um, but somebody give me a perception check. Okay, who's got the highest perception? Anyone? Or? Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, 16. All right, it appears that you can move this barricade using a pulley system that is hidden behind a rock outcropping. I'd like to pull, pull on the pulley system. I'd like to pull on my wiener, I mean the pulley system. All right, you lift up this wooden barricade and are able to walk under it. It drops behind you with a loud crash, and then you come into a large cavernous room, and there are piles of what appear to be loot. Appear to be what? Now, the way you say appear to be loot kind of worries me. <laughs> I'm going to pick up a rock. I assume there's just rocks lying around. Right yes. I'm going to pick up a rock, and I'm just going to kind of toss it at the loot. Okay. You toss it at the loot, and uh, it pings off some plate mail. Hmm. Suspicious. Do I see any war hammers in this loot? Yes, you do. Oh, fuck. Okay, it's on. Um, so is that all we see is kind of like the loot in the middle of the room? Are there, like, other levels to this area or anything where there might be people walking above or... Well, you do notice that there is behind you near that wooden barricade. There seems like there was a like a mat and a cot where somebody might have been s sleeping. And then uh, up ahead of you is a and it looks like it was just rustled about as if somebody left in a hurry. And then beyond this uh, loot room, you see a passage that continues sort of back the direction, if you had to guess, back towards the beginning of the mine, and uh, a gravelly slope up to your right. I'd like to grab a handful of cold hard cash. Okay. <laughs> uh, you go over to the loot and you find 250 gold pieces. Damn. And a uh, 100 copper pieces. I'd like to grab a war hammer. What um, other weapons are there? There is one more warhammer. There is a long. There are a couple long swords, one or two short bows, and a spear. There is. You could probably cobble together a half plate mail armor. There is chain mail armor. Dosh already picked up all the cash. I'd, all the cash. I take the warhammer, a long sword, and the half plate. All right. The half plate will give you disadvantage on stealth rolls. Oh, that's so okay. How many weapons do you have now? Uh, five. No. You have to drop one. That's a lie. Four. Okay. 
That's all the more that you can carry. That's a house rule. I'm not allowing you to carry more than four weapons. <laughs> um, you said there was like a short bow? Yes, there is a short bow. Alright, I'd like... Well, okay, yeah. I'd like to drop my short sword and pick up a long sword for one. Okay. The long sword is not finesse, so you can't use dexterity. Alright, that's cool. I'd rather use strength, strength anyways. Um, what is, what is a long sword? Like, 1d8? Yeah, long sword is 1d8, but it's also versatile, so if you use it two-handed, it's 1d10. Gotcha. It's the same as the Warhammer. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I guess Except I'll drop the, the short sword, sword and pick up a long sword. And then, uh, I can't remember in the beginning if I lost my light crossbow, like when we got it taken at the tavern or whatever. Yes, you did. Alright, so if I don't have that light crossbow anymore, I'd like to get a short bow then. Okay. I'd like to take the short sword he dropped. <laughs> so what, now you have two short swords? Heck yeah. Okay. And what does my AC go to now that I have the half plate? Uh, what did you have before? Uh, I don't know what I had before. Okay, well half plate is 15 plus your dex modifier. Max of plus two. Do you have the range and damage of a short bow? The short bow is 1d6 piercing, and it has a range of 80 feet. A disadvantaged range of 320 feet. Sweet. Cool, I'm all set okay. to go. Hey, Dash, can I have just a little coin? Just a little. I'll spread some love. I'll give them each... How much gold did I pick up? 250. 250. I'll give them each 50 gold. Oh, and not so mention generous. Anything Thank else. you, kind sir. <laughs> what are your passive perceptions? 11. 12. Dash, roll me a stealth. <laughs> Fucking, <laughs> he won. All right, you guys definitely know that he has more than what he gave you. I got her first. I called dibs. Screw you guys. Eh, fuck it. I say okay. What would you guys like to do next? Um, <coughs> circle jerk. Oh, maybe this. I'd like to go over to that mattress that somebody left and take a short rest to regain some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Does everybody else want to take a short rest? Sure. Yeah, sure. What could possibly go fucking wrong? He's sleeping in a dude's bed who left in a hurry. Sweet. Totally. No, that's fine. I don't need to short rest. Uh, let's just go up the gravel path. Well, I was going to say, when you do go over to that mattress, you notice that there is uh, a pile of arrows that seem to have fallen out of a quiver, and they are black with red fletching. Oh, shoot. That's important. I don't remember why. Somebody the else that we keep getting shot with. All right, that's cool. I don't care. Black with red fletching. Black with red fletching. I wish I took notes. I wish I wasn't colorblind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because you actually are. <laughs> it's actually black with a slightly lighter black. <laughs> you suffer from being colorblind. Fucking douche. Genetic. You fucking idiot. <laughs> but yes, Dosh is correct. Those are the arrows that you keep getting shot with. How many ways out were there? Um, you can go back through the wooden barricade. There is a passage that, that, if you had to guess, would go back towards the front of the mine. And then a gravel slope up to your right. Let's take the gravel slope. Cautiously. Yes. All right. You start climbing up that gravel slope and give me a dexterity saving throw. Who? All of us? Whoever said they were going up. Shit. 21. 16. 
Natural 20. Alright, you all managed to keep your footing. And uh, since you were going cautiously, as you reach the top, you notice that there is a glow of firelight at the top. And uh, as you peek your heads over, you see that there are a bunch of orcs sitting around a campfire with children dancing about them. And you see Revan come running into the, into the light of the fire with his bow drawn, ye- yelling, Brixius! Ambionitis! Dosh! The guy is getting away! There are orcs in here! And lots of guys. that's where we're going to cut it. Why does he run in and give away our position? Thanks, Dick. So, hey, well, he doesn't, he doesn't see you. He's just yelling for you. He's yelling as he's coming down the tunnel and then runs into the firelight, and you realize that there are a bunch of orcs there, and you guys are hidden. I say we stay hidden, and we see what happens. We let him fend for himself. We will find out next time. <laughs> So next time we'll find out what happens with uh, the orcs and everything. Thank you to all of you that have listened to this week's episode. Uh, if you would like to get us get in touch with us, uh, you can follow us at Death Saving Bros on Twitter, or you can follow me personally at HP Camper. You can follow me at Benfro fifteen. Um, you can go fuck yourself. Be rich. Well, oh yeah, that's me. What? Yeah. You can follow B Rich at B underscore R I C H A nine one eight. At least you know it. <laughs> That's how I remember it because he says it the same way every time. You can follow me at uh, B underscore R I C H A nine one eight. You can follow me at B underscore Richa. That's R I C H A nine one eight. And you can also fuck a dick. Yeah, that sounds almost exactly like him. <laughs> We'd like to thank those of you that uh, will go and give us feedback, leave us a review, five-star rating on iTunes. That helps us get more attention and bring more people to the podcast. That's what you want with a podcast. So keep coming back, come back next week, and hopefully you keep saving those death throws, and we'll see you on the next one. We'd also like to thank Fort Minor for this outro music. We were in the mines. We're going (laughs) to play some Fort Minor. I think it's only appropriate. So thank you. luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, and 100% reason to remember the name. Who else are we going to thank? Uh, I'd like to thank Paul. Revan for giving away our position. <laughs> Paul for being such a great dungeon master and allowing us to have fun every week. Go ahead and be crude. Just don't be crass. Oh, good thing. I don't know what that word means. So when I do it, you can't yell at me. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Ooh. One of those days, huh? Okay. It's always one of those days with you. You're not entirely wrong. Uh, where's my map? Well, while we're taking this initiative break, I just want to start with a joke. Hey, Dungeon Master, what does a redneck call a deer without eyes? Oh, I know this one. I have no idea. God fucking damn it, he's too smart for me. (laughs) All right, on to the next one. What's the next one you have written down? (laughs) 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% ah, fuck. (laughs) No. Redo. (laughs) Restart that. Fucking there.
Paul, when you're <laughs> editing this and the end comes around of this episode, our outro song has to be Remember the Name as the play, <laughs> as it fades off. Only if you guys survive. Yeah. It's over yet. I'm gonna die. I put my headset back on. It's over. Alright, take two. I mean, take one. Take two? <laughs> Are you going again? I gotta. Gotta to get the bardic inspiration. Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs, Cheesy Cave, Division, and Heavy Interlude are by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 3.0. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0 slash legal code.